You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Welcome to episode four of the Sheep Spot Podcast. I'm Sasha. I'm a spinner, a spinning teacher, and a dyer. And my fiber company, Sheepspot, offers diverse hand-dyed wool and the information and support you need to make those fibers into beautiful yarns. Today we're going to talk about a huge topic in the spinning world. We're going to talk about woolen and worsted yarns, what the difference is, what those terms even mean, um, when you might want to spin a woolen yarn, when you might want to spin a worsted one. Uh, and as usual, when I do one of these big information heavy episodes, I have prepared a little cheat sheet for you, which you can find, uh, at the show notes for this episode. And those are going to be at www.cheapspot.com slash podcast slash episode four. I'll repeat that at the end. No worries. So you can just spin away and listen and uh, you'll have a nice little reference to look back at should you need to do that. All right. So let's talk about woolen and worsted and what the heck these terms mean and what the characteristics are of a woolen yarn as opposed to a worsted yarn. So first off, woolen and worsted are ways that we describe two main styles of spinning yarn or two main ways of spinning yarn. So woolen uh, is sometimes called woolen spun or worsted or worsted, worsted spun. And I have to just interject here and say that in this context, the word worsted is being used to describe a spinning method and not a weight or thickness of yarn even though the word worsted is sometimes used to designate exactly that. um, And that's not confusing at all. Um, So we're using it in a different, in a a spinning specific sense and not in a shopping for yarn sense. So what makes a yarn woolen or worsted is a combination of two things. How the fiber is prepared and how the fiber is drafted. So let's talk about woolen yarns first. Woolen yarns are spun from fibers that have been carded. So the wool comes off the sheep in locks, which are kind of clumps, and uh, often they'll be a little stuck together at the tips. Um, Maybe there's some dirt at at the tips that's holding the lock together. So the purpose of carding is to separate the fibers in the locks from each other and to open up the locks. And this lets dirt and vegetable matter drop out of the wool. uh, And it also lets the fibers feed more evenly through um, the if it's a mills prepared fiber through the mills machinery as it goes through the rest of the process. Um, so after being carded, wool emerges, it, it can 
um, emerge in several ways. So it can be a kind of fuzzy blanket. So it can be pulled off the carter, say a drum carter, uh, in a big uh, flat piece, and that is usually called a bat. Or it, that big flat piece, the bat, can be um, split into strips, and those are usually called roving or sometimes in um, in Great Britain or in Australia they're often that's often called sliver so so that's basically a, a just a strip of carded fiber so um, in any of these preparations in the bat or in the roving or sliver the fibers are very disorganized so they're going in all different directions and they are all different lengths. So what that means, particularly the bit about how they're going in all different directions, what that means is that as um, the roving or the bat is drafted and twist comes into it to hold the fibers together in order to make yarn, um, the fibers are quite disorganized and there is are spaces between them that allow air to um, stay between the fibers. And the ends of the fiber tend to stick out all over the surface of the singles. So woolen yarns are also, they're spun from carded fiber and they're also spun with twist in the drafting zone. So in the drafting zone, I mean between your hands. So classically, they are spun with a long draw or a supported long draw technique. And this means that the twist, because the twist is actually enters the fiber supply in your fiber supply hand, um, that means that the twist is participating in pulling the fibers out of the fiber supply. And in the process, it twists them up. Um, it's like a little tornado. It um, twists them up and uh, it disorganizes them even further and creates even more room for air in the singles. So two important characteristics of woolen spun yarns are that they're lofty and airy because the structure of the carded fiber and the way it enters the twist allow space inside the yarn for air, um, and that they're fuzzy, right? So um, then that's because the, you've got the ends of the fiber sort of sticking out along the surface of the singles. Um, they're typically made with short, shorter fibers, um, about two and a half inches or shorter tends to work well, um, and they are usually very highly elastic. But they're also more prone to pilling because the fibers are short and because uh, their ends are tend to be exposed on the surface of the yarn. So woolen yarns are, because they're lofty and airy, they, they hold and trap a lot of air. That means they're warmer because they're more insulating. Um, they're more elastic. They're more fuzzy. Um, more likely to, but also more likely to pill. So that's woolen yarns. Now let's talk about the worsted end of the spectrum. 
So worsted yarns are spun from fibers that have been carded. Carded is the first uh, step in the preparation of any commercially prepared fiber. Um, although you can comb fiber without, if you're doing it by hand, you can obviously comb fiber without carding it first. Um, but in a mill, they would be carded first and then combed. So in combing, the wool is pulled or the other fiber is pulled through fine metal combs. And that process has the effect of removing any short fibers and also aligning the fibers uh, so that they're parallel to one another. And what results from that process of combing is called top. And when top is spun, the fibers remain smoothly aligned and parallel to each other as they meet the twist. And that means that they are, um, they're just much, it's a much smoother result that you get um, with a combed preparation. So the other thing about worsted yarns is that they're spun without twist in the drafting zone, classically using a short forward draw. So because the fibers are aligned with, with one another and because the drafting process actually pushes the air out of the singles as you're spinning, so typically in a short forward draw, you would um, draw the fiber forward and then you would, as you would come back and smooth it with your fingertips. And what's happening at that point is that you're actually pushing air out of it. So um, a worsted spun yarn has much less air in it and is thus denser and heavier than a woolen spun yarn. Um, and also there are fewer ends sticking out of your singles in a worsted spun yarn. So that your singles are going to be a lot smoother um, than a woolen spun yarn. Uh, they tend to be made out of longer, smoother fibers than woolen yarns. And so in general, they tend to be heavier. They tend to have more drape. They're more resistant to abrasion and they're less likely to, to pill than a woolen yarn would be. So I've described a classic woolen yarn as a carded prep spun with a long draw and a classic worsted yarn as a comb top spun with a short forward draw. But what if you spin carded roving with a short forward draw or comb top with a long draw or any other combination of prep and um prep and drafting technique that you can imagine. What happens in those cases is that you'll get a yarn that falls somewhere between the two classic ends of the spectrum. And this is where sampling becomes really, really important. So when I'm sitting down with a new fiber, unless I am very familiar with the fiber or the prep, um, if I want to really learn about this particular bump of fiber before I commit to a spinning method, I will typically sample it in as many different combinations of preparation and drafting technique as I can think of. Um, 
And that will really give me a lot of information about how that fiber wants to be spun by my hands and which of those uh, combinations of prep and drafting method are going to work the best for me with that fiber. So I um, will even, with prepared fiber, I'll uh, often try uh, hand combing a little bit of roving and spinning it with a short forward draw just to see what I think. Um, and I will also, also often card um, comb top into Rolex and spin it with a long draw as part of my sampling routine. But the idea of the sampling is just to hit as many combinations of prep techniques and drafting techniques as possible so that I then wash all the samples and figure out which ones I liked um, the best, both in terms of the final yarn and also which I liked the most in terms of the process of spinning them. So one thing that's really important to understand is that when you're spinning a woolen or a worsted yarn, the role of ply twist is quite different in the two different types. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Because woolen singles have so much air in them, it's common to give woolen yarns more ply twist than singles twist. Because really the structure of a finished woolen yarn is going to come more from the plying than from the singles. On the other hand, worsted singles are firmer and denser. And so a worsted yarn's structure is really going to come from the singles. And they tend to need less ply twist than singles twist. So with a woolen yarn, more ply twist than singles twist. With a worsted yarn, less ply twist than singles twist. Also, when you're thinking about worsted and woolen yarns, um, these different types of yarns should be finished somewhat differently. So you should wash them and handle them in the wash differently. Worsted yarns don't change very much in the washing because there's not very much room for the fibers to move around in a worsted yarn because there, there aren't as many air pockets. So um, they will typically um, not change a huge amount in the wash. Woolen yarns, on the other hand, can change a lot in the washing process because there's more space in a woolen yarn for the fibers to kind of move around and rearrange each other. So a woolen yarn typically becomes much more smooth and even in the wash. Um, uh, and I don't really mean smooth in the sense of a smooth surface. I mean more consistent um, and uh, a more consistent diameter. Uh, and you can make you can make this transformation even more pronounced this transformation in woolen yarns where they kind of even out a lot in the wash um, by lightly fulling your woolen yarns. So let me talk about two different ways to do this. Um, one way to do it is to, I typically soak my hand spun yarns in uh, a hot water bath and with a worsted yarn, I'll just plunk it in and I'll just let it sit until the water cools. And then when it comes out, 
I will just give it a few snaps and I'll hang it up to dry. With a woolen yarn, especially a woolen yarn where I really want to get the diameter looking as consistent as possible. So I really want to use that ability for the fibers to move around inside the yarn. Um, with a woolen yarn, I will do a couple of things. So I'll put it to soak in a hot, a hot bath. I almost always do that as a first step. And then sometimes I will take a, um, a sink plunger, which I have dedicated for this purpose, and I'll just agitate the water, the hot water, a little bit in the yarn. And that sort of encourages um, the fibers to move around and the yarn to bloom and um, to even out. The other thing that you can do is um, put your yarn into its hot soak. Just let it sit there. And, um, and then take it from the hot water and plunge it immediately into a basin of cold water. And that will also um, fold the yarn a little bit. It'll um, help combat pilling and uh, it'll just kind of glue the fibers a little bit. So you don't want to felt, felt it, felt it, but you just want to shock it a little bit. Um, which tends to make it hang together and give it a, a little bit of a stronger structure. You can also combine those two techniques. So you can do the hot to cold and back again thing and also agitate the, um, the yarn a little bit when it's in the hot water. And, uh, and that's something that I will sometimes do as well. So... Um, Worsted and woolen yarns, obviously, I've been talking about the ways in which they're different. Um, and it seems like it might be useful just to, to say a little bit about when you might want to use a worsted yarn and when you might want to use a woolen one. So here are my sort of rules of thumb about that. Pick a worsted yarn when you want a smoother, heavier fabric with more drape. When you want very clear, crisp stitch definitions um, and stitch patterns. When you want very distinct colors in color work. In, a, in cases where resistance to wear and abrasion is really important. And in situations where you want the final fabric to have a more kind of elegant finished look. On the other hand, Woolen yarns are great when you really want to prioritize warmth because of that insulating factor, the way they trap the air makes them warmer. Um, when you want a fabric that weighs less, again, because of the air, when elasticity is important, um, and when you want your stitch patterns to look a bit softer and less kind of crisply three-dimensional. When you want the colors in your color work to blend and look less distinct, um, as in traditional Shetland Fair Isle, for example, which uses woolen yarns. Um, or when you want your finished fabric to have a more kind of rustic look to it. So I hope that that's helped orient you a bit to the differences between woolen and worsted yarns, how you achieve them, 
how they behave differently when there's when they've been spun and when you might want to use each type. That's it for me this week. Head on over to www.sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode four to get your free woolen to worsted cheat sheet and to find the show notes for this episode, which will include some resources to consult if you want to make an even deeper dive into the woolen worsted continuum. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I'll see you next week.